Hello world, this is Alice and this is Protect Your Glow, the podcast. I want to say thank you guys so much for pressing play today. Man, man, it's been a crazy day today. Um, I got off of work a little early. My boy, I can't believe he's 11 years old. He just graduated fifth grade. That's crazy. Um, he just graduated fifth grade and is getting ready to go to middle school and he's out of town today with his father being the chaperone and they're out in Bush Gardens having some fun tonight. Um, they should be home in about an hour or two, so I'm trying to get this podcast done. And my daughter uh, went to her auntie's house, my sister. So I got some time for myself tonight, and I'm like, you know what? I got a few words I want to uh, talk to you guys about. So I want to start off by saying, man, um, God is good, you know. I, I know I say that a lot, but it's true. I, 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 God has taught me so much in this season of my life how much he loves me. And, um, I know God loves all of us. We're all God's children, but I do believe, and I know in my heart that God truly loves me because of the things that he's brought me from, you know, um, there's some things that I've done in my life. That's been real stupid. Uh, some things that I can't believe that I've done myself. You know, I look back and like, wow, Alice, really you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm not perfect or whatever, but I just done really some really stupid things in my life. Um, that I didn't imagine myself doing and to know that God still loves me through all that, you know, is, um, it's a blessing to know that at this season of my life, God is teaching me how to trust him. Cause you know, it's one thing to say that we trust God, right? Oh, father, God, if you do this for me, if you do that for me, I trust you. I promise, uh, you know, I'll, I'll believe in you. But when you see yourself going through that period of your trust being stretched or uh, just depending on God and then he's just stretching you. It's, um, it's a real test of your faith. Uh, and I know there's, um, God will get the glory at the, at the end of this outcome, at the end of the season that I'm going through that God will get the glory from this. Sometimes, you know, we make it about us, you know, like for example, I'm going through a process right now where I'm trying to close a deal and I'm getting a few, you know, I'm getting a few roadblocks in the way. And I feel like, you know what? God is using those roadblocks to teach me that, hey, I'm still in control. I still got you, Alice, but I just need you to trust me through this process that when it's all said and done, that I will get the glory. Because sometimes we make it about us and we're trying to think, you know, it's us doing um, the deals. We think it's us that's making the moves when in fact it's God doing all that, you know. So I'm just sitting back just patiently waiting for God to do his thing so that he can get the glory. And, um... Yeah, and also in this season of my life, I'm learning how to just be quiet, you know? I've read something somewhere that said, silence is power. You know, we so, we live in a society where everybody has an opinion, right? Everybody has an opinion about what you do, where you go, how you look, what you're wearing. You know, everybody got something to say and... um you know, I call them keyboard warriors, too. Those that try to come and attack you from the side. I call them keyboard warriors, you know, because they, they're sitting at some desk somewhere just telling you what they think about you. And it's really people that attack your... I, I, I believe people that attack you online that don't even know you or whatever are really people that are in a dark place. You know, they say misery loves company, and it's true. Misery does love company because... Uh, I was talking to, I think I was in my, um, I was at my Bible study class on Wednesday and I was talking to a group of women and we were and the discussion was about 
feeling unworthy, right? How name a time where you felt unworthy or whatever was the question. And uh, some women were given examples of, you know, what they're going to through personally, whatever. And I gave the example, and this one lady was talking about how she's dealing with this person that is constantly negative in her life or whatever. And I, and I, what I said to her was that people can only give you what they have. You understand? So the person that's attacking you from a negative standpoint, what they're doing is really depicting on the outside what's really going on the inside. So a person that feels the need to give you an opinion about how they feel about you or they wake up in the morning and they want to make your life a living hell, it's simply because that's what they're going through. They're probably going through hell themselves and they need company. They need you to feel how they feel. They need you to feel how, they need you to feel that darkness that's going on in the inside of them. And I told her not to take that personal because once again, someone can only give you what they have. If you have love, you give, you give that back because your cup overflows with love. And so the same goes with hate. If you have hate, your cup overflows with hate and you therefore pour out more hate. Because somebody that, and I told her this, and I said, somebody that loves themselves can't or won't even have the time to sit there and be negative to you. Someone that loves themselves and loves where their life is headed or has a plan, has a goal in life, won't have time to sit there and judge you or make you feel bad about yourself. Somebody that loves themselves, what they're doing, what they'll do is they'll pour out that positivity, they'll pour out that positivity on you, and hopes that you can love yourself too by encouraging you, letting you know how you know how how great of a job you're doing, or how good of a person you are, and how they're rooting for you, whatever. Because love begets love, hate begets hate. Not sure where that came from, but <laughs> that was a thought in my mind. But tonight, what I really want to talk to you guys about is stretching. What do I mean by stretching? There comes a season in your life where you will be stretched. There comes a season in your life where whatever you wrote down on paper, whether you're asking God to take you to the next level or for God to enlarge your territory or uh, bless you financially or bless you intellectually, Whatever level you find yourself in right now in life, you are going to be stretched to the max because God has to use those experiences to teach you whatever he needs to teach you in that moment and then equip you with the tools that you need to go to the next level. And I know for me personally, I don't like being stretched. I find myself losing patience sometimes with God. Like, man, you know, why is it that this is going this way and this is not going that way? Excuse me. In essence, I like I like to have things my way. But what I've learned or what I'm learning in this season of my life is that, Alice, everything's not going to go your way. No, ma'am, it's not. You're not going to always have the final word. No, you're not. And... Just because I can't see the outcome of whatever it is that I'm asking God, it doesn't mean that God is not, 
is not still working in that process. Just because we ask God for something and we're getting setbacks and roadblocks and we're taking U-turns and I feel like, you know, this season of my life I'm going through like a roller coaster ride where it's up, down, up, down battle, you know? I have to believe that the God that I pray to every day, that the God that I worship every day still hears my prayers and will do what is best for me in the end. I have to believe that God loves me enough to do things his way and to also do it in a way that will not only help me, but will also help to prove to those around me that he is real. So I want to tell you this today. Be a male, female, woman, boy, or child. I want you to know that just because God is silent, it doesn't mean he doesn't hear you. Just because God is silent doesn't mean that he has ignored you just because God is silent does not mean he has forgotten about you. And because God is silent, it doesn't mean that you're forgotten. I do believe God saves the best for last. God has a way of making me laugh, man. God has a way of making me laugh. And to see God's hand over my life, from birth to now, it's amazing to me because I always feel like as a, you know, that the enemy was always after me. Cause I remember from, well, what I was told by my mom was like from birth, you know, I struggled to fight for this life cause I was born. I didn't get a chance to go home. I don't know if I told you the story before, but I stayed home. I mean, I stayed in the hospital for three months in an incubator fighting for my life. I'm a twin. So my twin brother went home, but I stayed. And then fast forward to, you know, age seven, where I experienced a crazy child, traumatic childhood experience that changed my life forever. That caused me to think about suicidal thoughts as a teenager, you know? And I always just feel like I got, man, like, why is life so tough for me, you know? I've had tough pregnancies. I've, I've had body issues, you know what I'm saying? Um, I've loved myself. I've, I've, I've hated myself. I've, I've loved myself again. You know, um, I fight with me a lot. You know, I always say my biggest enemy is me, man. My biggest competition is me. I don't look to my left. I don't look to my right. It doesn't make me cocky. It makes me confident in the God that I believe in, that I'm his child. I'm his daughter and that he'll take care of me. But some of the biggest fights I've had in my life has been with me. And it's not have it hasn't even been with what people said about me. It's what I've said to me that messes me up, you know. And just to see that God is still working in me, changing my language daily, you know, telling me that, uh, reminding me that I'm His daughter and that He's never gonna leave me. And that's the trust and the confidence that I have in God. And I know for a fact, 
100% that if God was not in my life, I would not have been talking to y'all today. I would not be on this mic talking. Just to even, I just laugh sometimes to think, man, Alice got a podcast. Like, who, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I just woke up one day and just started talking to y'all because um, God put in my heart for me to do that. Not something that uh, comes natural to me. It's actually out of my comfort zone. Because I like to keep things to myself. I, um, I'm a person that if I find myself fighting in silence. I have a really good way of hiding my pain. I can laugh and joke with you and eat. And I mean, we can kick it or whatever. And, I, and I'm in pain. Nobody would know because I have a really good way of disguising that. I have a really good way of showing that everything's all right when everything's not. Simply because I have trust issues, man. I don't trust a lot of people. Half of the time, I don't trust myself, to tell you the truth. Um, but God's helped me with that, for real. So, I find myself fighting alone all the time, you know. Not all the time. I should say, that's how it used to be. Now, I'm a better, I find myself to be a better communicator. Um, because I've done the work, I'm doing the work. Um, I'm reading, you know, and I'm listening to different podcasts. And I'm finding strengths and watching sermons on YouTube and motivational videos and I'm writing down affirmations I'm writing in my journal so I'm doing the work uh, sometimes even when I don't want to I'm uh, I'm dedicated I've dedicated my life to doing the work that takes me to the peak of where God wants me to go I do believe God is not done with me yet I do believe that God's plan for me is greater than I can even imagine I do believe that God has um so much in store for me that I, I can't even, my mind can't even conceive that. But I believe that too, the work must be done. I must trust the process. And I know sometimes I, for me, I look at other people and think, man, you know, things are going great for them. Things are moving so fast for them. What's happening with me? Why is it taking so long? And I, what I've learned in that process too is just that's the fear that kicks in, right? That's the doubt. That's the, the negative self-talk that comes in our minds when we're doing all we can and we look at other people and feel like our best is not enough. And I have to trust and believe that everybody's experience is not the same. Everybody's experience is different. And this is my journey. And I have to trust and believe that um, if I'm not posting every day on social media, if I'm not taking a selfie, if I'm not taking pictures and looking for filters to make myself look better or whatever, that it's okay. You know, it's okay. Uh, this season of my life, it's quiet. And yeah, I feel like sometimes, like, man, I should be posting more. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And I realized, and I have to stop myself and ask myself, whose rule is that? Who told you, Alice, that you got to post every day? Who told you that you got to take a pictures every day? Who told you that, you know? Sometimes we got to talk to ourselves, man, and try not to let society's idea of what we think success should be dictate our life. Because success for you may not be success for me. Success for me may not be success for you. I think everybody should find their own definition of success and stick to it. For some people, success is finding the job of their or the career of their dreams. For other people, it's financial freedom. For other people, it's 
business ownership, you know, for other people that's finishing school. And for somebody else, it could be being a mother or being a wife or being a husband. It could be being the best girlfriend or boyfriend you can be. Heck, it could be loving yourself, saying that you love you for the first time by looking in the mirror and saying, I love me. That can be all a person needs to be successful. So we have to stop also too, and I have to tell my, also too, and I have to tell myself that I must define success on my own terms. I cannot allow uh, other people to define my success for me, and I can't allow the way of this world to define my success for me. I must define it for myself. And I know sometimes even believers, we get a little churchy, you know, and we start using churchy words and thou art and thus said the Lord and stuff like that. Like we need to get to the bottom of it and know that what is for you is for you and it will not pass you by. Trust and believe. If you are dedicated to doing the work, I'm talking to myself right now. If you are dedicated to doing the work, you are dedicated to the sacrifice. You are dedicated to the process. You're not worried about time, but what you're doing is knowing that every day you are doing something that gets you a step closer to a better you. You are destined to be successful. No ands, if, or buts about it. But I also realize too, and I'm not, not, I'm not going to be naive to the fact that we live in a world where everybody wants microwave success. You know, they want to put their 15 minute video in a microwave and boom, have it go viral. They want to put their drama online and have it go viral. We have to stick to the principles of knowing that as children of God, we're different as child of God. We walk different. We talk different. We are actually anomalies. The world don't understand us. They can't seem to understand why we do what we do. They can't understand why we praise a God that we can't see. They can't understand why we worship a God we can't see. Uh, they don't even understand why we love the way we do. But we have to understand that God created us to worship him. God created us to Love him, not when we feel like it. God didn't ask you to worship him when everything is going good. He didn't ask you to worship him when you paid, the deposit hits the bank or when the, all the bills are paid or when everybody in your house is healthy and the kids are fine or even when you're in good health. No, God says no matter what you're going through, I deserve your praise. God deserves our praise. And I remember driving home like a couple days ago and get, not really getting some bad news. I sort of expected the news to tell you the truth. Um, and I think that's probably why it happened because I put in my mind that it was going to happen and it did. And so I got some not so good news, some setbacks I like to call it because God is still working even though we don't see it. And I remember I was telling myself when I was driving, Alice, you got two options here. You can either be really mad about the setback and throw your fist up in the air and ask God, why, why me? Why me? Why me? What's happening? Or you can use it as an opportunity that, you know what? God is saving you from something. God is working on your behalf. God is protecting you and your family from something that you must trust the process, Alice, that everything's going to work out for the glory of God. and Everything's going to work out for the good. 
of those that love the Lord. You understand? And so right there in that split second, after I got the phone call, I made a decision to, you know what? Nah, devil, you're not going to win this one. I'm not holier than thou. I'm, I'm a sinner. But I started worshiping God. I started worshiping, you know. Because that's all I know how to do. So I started worshiping, worshiping, and I felt better because I realized, God, this ain't about me. I'm trying to make this about me by getting in my feelings, by being mad, by, oh, man, why is this happening? This is not how it's supposed to go. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. And I was like, Alice, chill. Like, wait a minute. This ain't about you, girl. This is about God. At the end of the day, I know I said it once or twice, but God gets the glory. So I'm going to stand in my truth and believing that God knows what's best for me, for us. And that, guess what? He is a God that he can lie. Like everything he said he's going to do for me, all these visions that I have, that they will come to pass. And so I want to encourage somebody today. I want to encourage somebody today that no matter what you're going through, no matter how long it seems like it's taking, that you must trust the process that God got you. If God says he, he will do it, he will do it. Whether it takes 10 years, two years, it doesn't matter. If God says he's going to do it, do it. You just have to do your part. And trust and believe that in the spiritual realm, it's already done. And so that's all I had for you guys today. But yeah, God's been real good. He's been better to me than I've been to myself. And I'm not trying to say this to quote any scriptures or to quote any songs, but it's the truth. God has been better to me than I've been to myself. And I praise God the way I do. I love on God the way I do because he is the realest thing in my life. He is... The reason why I am who I am, I'm, I'm, I can't love without God. If you take God out of my life, I'm really a horrible person. <laughs> if you take God out of my life, I'm not a nice person. But to have God in my life and to know that he's using my scars, he's using my scars for his glory. Man, it's amazing to me for real. All right, hope you guys have a good night.